you go. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, my, I hope I don't mispronounce his name. Tom Sleep. Tom Sleep. Yes. What, what, tell me who he was and what role he played in your growth yes. as a basketball player. Tom Sleep came in from Camels, Camelsburg or Camelsville, Kentucky. Mm. He was an All-State basketball player, All-State football player. Uh, got me when I was in the seventh grade, seventh and eighth and ninth grade as my coach. And really taught me all the fundamentals of basketball. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, when I got to the varsity under Ray Crow, I'd already had these things. He mm -hmm. uh, was like a, he was a big man, like six three, like two hundred seventy something. Ooh. I mean, you know, so you know, and and you know, he, guys were scared of him, but he was a mild man, mm -hmm. I mean, very nice, very nice and mild, and mm -hmm. best kind of guy you ever. I thought he was wonderful. And he taught the guys how to play. He never would cut anyone off his freshman basketball team. Anyone mm -hmm. that came up, he kept them on the team. Mm -hmm. And and as a matter of fact, some of the guys I played with in the seventh, eighth, and ninth grade, we together we won the fifty six team went undefeated. Some with some of those same guys. Mm -hmm. But Tom Sleep was a guy that didn't get a lot of credit because he was a freshman coach, uh, and, and at a school where Ray Crow and, and the varsity started winning games, so he didn't get a lot of credit. But he got you prepared. Now, by throwing the ball into the pivot, a bounce pad, uh, how to play defense, how to talk on defense, how to help your help your 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 fellow man on defense get instead of jogging back, run back and help him, mm -hmm. all those kind of things, and for the triangle. When I hear these guys talk about the triangle was invented by I don't know, I can't know the coach's name now. That, 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 oh, Tex Winners about Tex Winners. I, uh, I I said you know Tex is a good man. He didn't invent the tri the triangle. We we used the triangle in 1950 in the 49s. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. before, before, before I got into high school, we hit the pivot and you, you made a cut. You hit the pivot, cut, and went off the triangle. The pivot in those days was the key to your key to your offense. Even on the Royals, we had Wayne Embry. Uh, Wayne had the ball. He made he made, Cincinnati yeah, he made the pass. We set picks, went back door, double screen, but Wayne had the ball. He was making a lot of, a lot of the passes to people. Your two brothers, Bailey and Henry, uh, tell us about uh, the role and the influence they had on you, and what kind of players were they? Well, you know, if you got two older brothers, they don't. You're the youngest brother. You don't get. You don't say say too much to them. You know? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, this is this Bailey was a, a real good shot. He was a play guard, uh, and I'm, I'm, unfortunately, unfortunately for 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 Bailey. He, he, he talked a lot on the court. Mm -hmm. You know, during those days, George, you know as well as that, the guys would call you a lot of names, a lot of names yeah. you didn't want to hear. Yeah. Well, he would, he would, he would get, so been that ghetto, and then he'd, he'd get back at it. Mm -hmm. I coach didn't like that. Mm -hmm. But I coach would not stop until the referee's aid ref, your players are calling my players' names. He, he wouldn't do that, but Bailey would. And there was another player named Willie Posey, mm -hmm. who, who, who I don't think our coach cared for him at all either mm -hmm. because he wouldn't let him play. But Bailey was a shot, a uh, great shot. As a matter of fact, uh, he uh, went on to play at, at Indiana Central. I said, let me tell you this, go back. In 1951, mm -hmm. he made a shot against Anderson from the corner and, 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 got, and, got, and got, a, got our team into the finals for the first time. And do you know I, black, first black first uh, black team, team ever. ever get into and the finals? He didn't play. He didn't dress for the finals, mm -hmm. and they couldn't hit a shot from outside. And I've always said that maybe if my brother had been playing, to make those shots out, he could shoot the ball. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's almost like it's uncanny shooting the ball that they would have won the game. But Ray Crow decided not to play him, so they got beat. Mm -hmm. 
uh, he went on to play at Indiana Central College, where he became the, the leading scorer for the state of Indiana mm-hmm. for, for a long, long time. I don't think he, I don't think he's there now. I think it's another kid broke the record, but I mean, he just he was just feel, it was great. He, he, he was all over the papers and whatnot, even as we were playing at Christmas Attic. Mm-hmm. The other brother Henry was about a year and, and six months ahead of me, but <clears throat> but. Uh, he got hurt and missed part of school, so he stayed over. And we played on the 1950-16 together that went undefeated. He was a forward, had a good shot, uh, did, didn't, didn't dribble around. He, was, he wasn't as athletic as dribbling the ball in and, and around people, but great, great shot in the corners. That was his forte. History around Indianapolis uh, and the basketball historians will say Oscar Robertson was the best seventh grader in the history of Indianapolis. He was the best eighth grader in the history of Indianapolis. He was the best ninth grader, tenth grader, and eleventh grader. But uh, in 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 the eighth grade, uh, your team, you guys won the the city championship. But you know, someone said. Hey, Oscar wasn't just the best player. He was also the best student in the game. He knew the, he could play the game, but he knew the game as well as he could play the game. Uh, how were you able to achieve that kind of status so early, Oscar? You know, you know, you know when you got a basketball Georgia like I had, and, and, and you go and play against guys who are older, mm-hmm. some guys who are, who are the fathers of some of the guys we played against, and they bump you around, they push you. Hold on you, and uh, they don't let you call fouls, mm-hmm. which is which I think is very important. But you learn, mm-hmm. you, you learn, you learn how you learn how to dribble around people. You learn, you learn what they do with their hands, how their how their feet are set when they play mm-hmm. defense on you, and whether whether or not uh, they, they square it up so you can cross over, mm-hmm. and all those kind of things. You know, you, you make you go. I've always said, anytime you play against anyone new, make a move, boom, just fake, see what he does. Mm-hmm. Make one other way, boom, see what he does. Mm-hmm. Then this way. This way, you can tell what the guy's going to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, you have to you have to make adjustments on the court. But I did, I would just go out. I probe. I try different things. I, uh, I used to watch uh, books about Cy Hugo Green a lot. You know, I do mm-hmm. great player at Duquesne and you know, the pros. I got his jump shots. So mm-hmm. You know how, how you could almost set. You know, and I, I had a little thing where I'd, I'd, I'd make a little rocker step. Boom! Mm-hmm. You go. You, you you have sit down on the defense. You, Step out on your right foot, and instead of bringing your right foot back, you just raise your head up. See what the guy's going to do. All those kind of things. All the things that I'm talking about the game of basketball. It's just a matter of repetition. You make mistakes. Sometimes you're successful, and after a while, you get you get so proficient with it. You know, you, you say, "Hey, I can do it. I can do anything with the ball I want." You learn by experimentation. You experimented with yes. different things and discovered uh, ways to make things work and what things didn't work, and then you use those to your benefit. <laughs> What I'm saying, you're right. What I'm saying is that all the things that I that I learned to do, I, I saw the guys doing it. Mm-hmm. Some guys who were not the school type basketball players who never went to school. Some finished their careers after high school and went on went, went elsewhere in the world. But all the things I did, the dribbles and the, all those things, I learned. I saw the people do it. And as a matter of fact, I used to. I've always encouraged when I tell people because I could used to dribble the ball like Marcus Haynes. And when I'd get in the gym. I lay down on the floor, and I I tell the guy, I said, "I'll bet you a dollar you can't get this ball from me." And I'm on the floor, and, and you just lay down. I lay floor. down, they reach, and I reach, I hold up and dunk it underneath me, 
they, they couldn't get the ball. Because mm-hmm. I, I watched Marcus Haynes do that. And he just, just trying different things. And Marcus Haynes is a great dribbler for the Harlem Glo- uh, Globe yeah, And you see these guys today with the dribble ball through the legs behind the back. Man, we did all that stuff in the park. But Ray Crow, to his credit, and I, I had to I had to say I'm glad he did that. Would not let us do those things at all on the court. Right. We're going to talk about Ray, your high school coach. Oscar, you, you bring up Ray, so let, let, let's make the transition into high school. You play on the freshman team as a freshman. As a sophomore, it was pretty much unheard of that a sophomore would try out for the varsity. Yeah. <laughs> and you and and I, I don't think that you really had thought much about no. making a team as a sophomore. But for some reason, you went and tried out for for the varsity team as a sophomore. And tell us what happened. Well, what happens when you get in the gym? You sit on your side. You say, "Okay, uh, varsity players." Go on the left, and the Russia team sits on the left, and reserve players sit on the right. And I'm sitting there, you know, I was happy to go out for the reserve team, and a player who was on the varsity, varsity team named Bill Mason, mm-hmm. we called him Plute, Plute mm-hmm. Mason. Mm-hmm. He said, come on, man, try for the varsity. I said, man, I said, I can't make the varsity team. He said, yes, you can, come on. So I don't know what made me get up out of that seat, George, but I got went over and tried out for the varsity. <laughs> you, know, you don't know what you know. I want the smartest moves you made. Yeah, maybe it's God gift to say, yeah. "Hey, try to." But I, I don't know what made me get up because I went over and tried out for the team, and I made the team. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I, uh, I've always said this, you know, that 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 I wasn't nervous or anything at all. I, it just it just that you know I could dribble the ball inside and move around people because the center when Winfred O'Neill was an All State center. About six three, and they had a uh, had some other guys who were all state uh, uh, playing, and man, you know, it just it just seemed like man, it was just tailor made for me, man. I, mm-hmm. I I mean, I went out there, man. I did practice, and sh- I, I, I knew I knew the guys were trying to trying to make sure I didn't make the team, but I didn't realize it then, George. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize until years later that I, that my coach told the guys that see what he can do. But I never knew that until mm-hmm. I kept. Well, I'm well into my adult years, you know. I said, "What?" <laughs> so, so here you are, a sophomore, yeah. and and now they they narrow the team down, and you make the team. How, how proud are you when you when you found well, out that you made the team as a sophomore? I, 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 I didn't think of it that way, you know. I, I was happy because I, I I just wanted I, I would I practice harder then. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I went out and I started working on jump shots and working on drives to the basket. Mm-hmm. I used to love to go to the basket because, you know, I mean, you know when, you play, when you play outdoors in the summertime, man, shooting jump shots is great, but you can go to the basket yeah. on the guy, man. You know, hey, that, that's really something. Then. But anyway. That was I, like manhood. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I, 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 didn't, I didn't think of it, that I was so happy to make it. I, I, didn't, I don't know if I, what I thought, to be honest. But, but I wanted to make sure that, that uh, I, didn't know, I, I was – so eager for the first game, I was just so excited. I didn't know what to do. I just worked practice in in the in the gym and then practice. Man, I mean, I went to the basket and I tried to rebound every 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 shot. I was a good rebounder, which people today don't realize that how many rebounds I got in college. I averaged fifteen rebounds a game, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but people mm-hmm. don't know that. You know, they think that well, it's all about scoring, but it's not all about scoring. Mm-hmm. There's other thing that you do. But at Christmas Addicts, I was a very good rebounder, and um, and so therefore, I just concentrate on on that man and and uh. And I'll never forget my first game. We played against Fort Wayne Northside. Mm-hmm. They were ranked number number two or three in the, in the state. And we beat them. Mm-hmm. And man, that was happy for me. Yeah. So now here you are, sophomore. You're playing on one of the premier basketball programs in the state of Indiana, Christmas Addicts High School. And 
And during the research for this interview, I was startled to find out that Christmas Addicts High School uh, didn't have their own gym, didn't yeah. have a football field, didn't have a track. And as a result, you guys had to play all your games on the road. Talk to us about the, the, that circumstance and how unusual it was. And, and the, the first thing yeah. I thought about this morning was, where do they practice at? Cause you, well, we had a gym that seated maybe two or three hundred people, mm -hmm. which was not uh, not nearly enough for a basketball arena. Uh, and then what happened, uh, we went out and played our first game at Arsenal Technical High School, which seated maybe 4,500. Mm -hmm. But after we won that first game, George, then the, then the, then every, every, it just started raining, raining, it was just raining like crazy because everybody wanted to see us play. Uh, we went so we played all of our, most of our games at Butler Fieldhouse with seated fourteen thousand people, mm -hmm. and you know uh, we played some games. Then we got into the seated tournament, you know, uh, and I, I just couldn't believe all those people came out to see us play a game of basketball. Mm -hmm. it, it was just totally unbelievable. And to a, to a point, you know, I mean, I mean, I, and then I got threatened when I was a sophomore. Mm. Uh, we played Tech in the, in the city tournament championship, and I think they they may have beaten us. They, we lost one game to Tech my my three years there. Uh, but I get a call, and the phone said, "If you if you come out to play, we're going to shoot you." Well, I didn't know what they was talking about. You know, I said, ah, "Boom!" Before <laughs> me, my father was sitting on there. The guy called back again. You know, being a wise little, little guy, man, I, I, I told him some choice words. And on the phone, he said, man, what's the matter with you, boy? Who are you talking to on the phone like that? I said, ah, some guy said he'd go shoot me if I went to play. Man, he got nervous. He gets on the phone and calls up the police department. They had cops everywhere, man. <laughs> I, said, I said, it was embarrassing for me. I said, oh, Dad, don't do that. The guy's just trying to keep getting me nervous before, before the game. That's all, that's all it was all about anyway. And which it really was, but, but it, it worked out fine. But uh, it, it just the idea that all these things, you know, that, that come to you, I mean, you, and you got to make adjustments to them. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, it, it happened so fast, you know. I mean, we were successful. I was successful. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know what I was doing half the time. I was mm -hmm. just playing basketball, man. I was, I was just letting the game come to me. And if I had a chance to score, I tried to score. If I didn't, I did other things. Mm -hmm. Talking about not knowing, that's a good segue. So you got your first game in Arsenal Tech, and, and as we said, you didn't have any home games, so you had to find your way from from home over to Arsenal Tech. The coach uh, Coach Crow told you what time to be there. Tell us about that experience and trying to get over to Arsenal Tech for the game. Well, it's a funny thing. I don't know if a lot of people know this or not. You rode the bus. Mm -hmm. You rode the bus. Public transportation. Public transportation. Got mm -hmm. over there, and and I'm on the bus. I got my bag, and this wise guy's on the bus. And he said something to me. I said, man, get out of the way, man. I said, I'm you know, probably trying to get some money. Pulled this knife out. Mm -hmm. So I had my bag, you know, and I said, well, it's either either fighting here or going and playing the game. So I said, well, I decided to go play the game. So I never, I never forget that. He pulls a knife out. I mean, I, said, I, I wasn't I wasn't, I must tell you, I wasn't afraid of it. Mm -hmm. But you know, but I had this bag. I was going to hit it when I was going to. I was going to try to take care of good. But I, I decided. I think I make the right decision in going mm -hmm. on to the game instead of standing there fight this guy on his bus. Mm -hmm. So, so, so you got to the the game. It's your your first high school uh, varsity game as a sophomore, and uh, and shortly into the game, the coach brings you off the, yes, bench, off the bench and you score fifteen points. Tell us about. Were you nervous when he called you and, told, and put you in the game? Uh, uh, as no, 
I, 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 I was ready to play, man. I mean, I mean, I, I spent so much time outdoors playing with guys. Uh, a lot of guys who win the game, and and I played and tried to do so many different things against them, and whatnot. I, I was ready for the ready for the final act. Mm-hmm. My, my first, I was ready to get in the game. So I, I, I don't know, I don't know who I was playing against. Them. I, I know this guy, Charlie Lyons, and I don't know the other kid's name was all state player. And I, I just, I just kept going around him. All I know is that, that, that uh, he just couldn't. He didn't know what a crossover dribble was. I can tell you that for a fact. <laughs> and, and I just kept boom going around him every time. I, I must have made all layups. I don't know if I hit an outside shot at all. Mm-hmm. So you scored 15 points, and and as they say, and the rest was history. Because from then on, you you were a, a starter for Christmas Addicts. Yes, I believe I was after that. Yeah. Uh, uh, you were quoted as saying, I didn't have to go to school. School was an uplifting event for me. Talk to me what you meant by that quote. Well, I don't know if a lot of people understand when you don't have a central heating. Mm-hmm. You, don't, you don't have a in, 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 in their bath. At first, although my father did have a, a, a toilet put into a house after my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Uh, people at the school were real friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you, got, you got at lunch. And you got to see friends, and and I wanted to get an education, so it was a, it was the greatest thing in the world. I always tell people I'm so glad I went to to an all black school mm-hmm. because the people were your friends, the teachers were there to, to make sure that you you achieve something. Mm-hmm. I think I thought if I went to go to a white school, maybe because I played ball, I might have gotten the right reception. But sometimes you don't know. I know a lot of my black friends went to these schools. Some never graduated. Some mm-hmm. had difficulty in school. Mm-hmm. And a lot of your teachers had PhDs because there's yeah. no other place for them to find a job. So they, you had a faculty that was that was uh, heavily in, uh, integrated with, with PhDs. Was a, was a, there really were. There's really something. Though I never forget. I had a Dr. White, and I had I had I was taking college prep courses. <clears throat> we used to take solid and plain geometry. You know, my, me and two other guys, Donald Crabtree and uh, Jerry Williams, because mm-hmm. we had gone before. So they thought I was going to have to go to Short Ridge to get this course, but just teach it. He'd volunteer to teach this Short course High School, for yeah. three of us. That would have been a kiss of death. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, not for my addicts to go over to Short Ridge and have a course. Yeah. So, so I they did, volunteered to teach the three of you? And when I was in, at University of Cincinnati, George, and I took my first final test in, in, in either plain or solid geometry, I, 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 I never forget this as long as I live. I I've taken the test so many times. I said, "Oh, thank you, Doctor White." Teacher <laughs> added, and then, then the, the worst happens. I finished. The, I finished the test, and it was an hour in about thirty minutes. And I hand, I was going to get out and hand my paper, and the professor said, "You must have cheated." <coughs> I said, "What do you mean?" He said, Look, "You couldn't finish this test as fast." I said, yes, I did. I said, "I know the work." I said, "Furthermore, I'm, I'm sitting. I'm only sitting about three or four chairs from you." And you've been watching me the whole whole time. How could I cheat? Mm-hmm. But because I took those college prep yeah, and you were well prepared. prepared, well prepared to get through that test. Mm-hmm.